Innovative Financial Planners, LLC, and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Centers for Disease Control and or any other government agency. Following is a paid program from Innovative Financial Solutions. This is the Retirement Playbook with your retirement coach, Brock Elspa. It's like, hey, let's figure out our break even. You know, in other words, I'm going to collect this many checks now at this dollar amount versus if I took the higher dollar amount, but less checks, right? And your retirement cheerleader, Danielle Elspa. I think you're right. I think it's just that people don't want to talk about this stuff. Together, they form your retirement offensive line from Innovative Financial Solutions. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Elspa. Good morning, Southeast Missouri. And wherever you may be listening, this is the Retirement Playbook brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. And yes, we are still here. And yes, we are still the retirement people. I'd like to welcome in my co-host this morning, Tony Shore. Good morning, Tony. Well, good morning, Brock. Uh, Great to quote unquote be here with you. Uh, I'm in my home office uh, wearing the short pants today because I get to work from home, uh, not dressing up for the show uh, and it, it's a bummer. We can't do it in person, but you know, uh, these are the times in which we live, right? It is, it is. And, um, you know, the one thing that you can still do though, is you can still plan and to do some things we actually now are doing, we've adopted the, the policy of no one coming in our office. And, uh, so, so we still come cause we're an essential business. As you can imagine, folks, uh, people still worried about their money. Um, and so, uh, even though we're here, we're not meeting with anybody live, but we're still doing, uh, virtual meetings and meetings over the phone and conference calls and things like that. So, uh, it's not a time to, to just sit around and not do anything. You know, it's a time, a great time now to, uh, get a plan together and you can still do that in this virtual world that we're living in. Yeah. And actually to get started, Tony, they can go to our website. It's the innovative team.com, the innovative team.com. You can download our our retirement income toolkit. You can actually, there's a link on there to order my book. If you've got time to sit around, hey, you've got time to read a book. So why not read The Last Paycheck, How to Build Sustainable Retirement Income and Keep Those Paychecks Coming In. What do you think, Tony? Well, I think that sounds like a great idea. And, uh, you know, I've read your book. It's good and it's very informative. It's packed with educational material and it's an easy read, but it's stuff people need to know. And so a lot of people don't have a good plan in place for when they get that last paycheck. Then what? You know, no, oh, I've yeah. got a 401k or an IRA. I'm right. set. Well, no, uh, <laughs> there's a lot more to it than that, isn't there? There is. And, you know, it's funny when people, because uh, I've been doing this for 18 years, and so I've helped lots and lots of people retire. And it's one of those things where once you get to retirement, you may be a little bit unsure about how much money you'll need each month. And so, and then how much money that you could provide from your retirement savings perhaps. And so putting that equation together is very, very important. And what I would recommend is not waiting until you actually retire. Um, let's get a plan together now so you can understand what you're doing, where your money's coming from, making sure that you don't have that risk of running out of money in retirement. Though that's those are the important things that, you know, we want to make sure we maximize our social security um to get the most benefit out of out of the uh, out of the system that you paid into over your working career. 
So there's lots and lots of things to consider when it comes to developing a plan. So anyway, just wanted to reiterate that to folks that, hey, just because things are, you know, seem like they're put on hold right now, don't put this on hold. Okay. It's a virtual world that we live in. We're accommodating everyone when it comes to phone calls and again, webinars and those things like that. So sure. Sure. And you know, this is a scary time, Brock, for a lot of people across the planet, but I'm looking forward to talking to you. I know uh, that you want to uh, talk about how we can respond in a healthy way for our retirement strategy and look at our money out there um, and, you know, get a new perspective on things, right? Absolutely. You know, um, I honestly, it's kind of, um, it's kind of hard to think that even when we get out of this, that we're going to change the way we've lived or will live because of what's happened here and the, and, and the possible threat of either this COVID-19 coming back or another virus uh, is deadly coming uh, back as well. And so I think you're going to see a lot of the things that we're doing now with these webinars and these, uh, you know, the, the, the web meetings and the phone call, I think you're going to see a lot of this going forward. I don't know if you're going to see a lot of people shaking hands after all this is done. Um, it's just going to be a different world and that's okay. We've got to adapt and, and make sure that people are still going to be able to retire when they want to retire and on their terms. So the world's not going to stop, but I do think it's going to change significantly. What do you think, Tony? Well, I would agree. I mean, things have changed so much already, and we're going to see a lot of those things stick around even once they get the coronavirus under control because there's concern that it would come back or uh, what happens next time. So I think we're going to be a lot uh, more prepared, obviously, because hindsight is twenty twenty, mm-hmm. And kind of like 9-11 changed the way we lived and did things. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. I think uh, the coronavirus is uh, going to be on that level, even maybe to a bigger extent in how we live our lives. You know, I think people are going to be more cautious. They're going to be more hygienic. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> we're going to be washing our hands more often, using more mm-hmm. hand sanitizer and trying to really, uh, you know, uh, keep the germs at bay, so to speak, even more so than before. And, you know, limit, uh, you know, contact and touch be more careful about it i think and you know uh and that's probably a good thing in the long run but uh it's not a good thing right now and nobody wants this to ever happen again and we're still trying to figure out how to get this one this uh, pandemic Mm -hmm. under control so right right you know it's funny tony that we're actually talking about this for the first few minutes of our show and obviously how this you know again affects the stock market and people's ability to retire for, especially for the folks that planned on retiring this year. But, um, our title of our show today is actually what to do instead of worrying about the COVID-19. So <laughs> right. we're sitting here talking about it for yeah. the first few minutes, but you know, look, we got to address it. We can't just hide, run and hide. And, and, and that's what we've been telling people too around here is like, Hey, we're not running and hiding from this. The market's down 20, 30%, whatever. Okay, life goes on. We've got to do other things than worry about what is happening to our money. Not to say that it's not important, because it is. But there's other things that are more important as well. But what we're going to do today is, like I said, talk about what to do instead of worrying about the COVID-19. So, Tony, get us started here. Well, yeah, exactly. And so, 
Um, it is a scary time, and mm-hmm. we have to talk. Of, look about. Look at the market, because uh, people, you know, need this perspective on things, right? Right, they do, and and that's what I'm hoping to do today as well. I can't, you know, change the impact that what the coronavirus has had on all the the stock market and the bond market and all these different things, but I do hope to help you get a few ideas on how you can react. So even though we're a little hesitant to talk about, you know, the, the, the coronavirus a lot because people are sick and tired of hearing about it, quite frankly. <laughs> but again, I think it is important to at least address it uh, because it is part of our world right now. But um, uh, it's, you know, well, you know how the story goes, Tony. It, one day the market's up and the next day it's down. Um, but obviously we've seen the significant downward trend overall. Um, you know, last week was a better week. This week and prior weeks were not so good. So obviously we're still down, you know, anywhere from 20 to, you know, 30%. Uh, but we've definitely officially entered the, what they call a bear market with the losses that we've seen in recent weeks in this year. So that's so, uh, that's where we're at with the market for sure. Yeah. And, and just really quick, remind us, what is a bear market? So a bear market, you know, you hear about the bear and the bull, right? When it comes to Wall Street. Yep. And the bear represents the market going down. The bull represents the market going up. But to answer your question specifically, a bear market officially occurs when the market drops by 20% or more from its high, from its 52-week high. So we, over the last year, the high point, we got to figure out what that is. And if it drops 20% or more, we're an official bear market. So that's that's how you uh, determine what that is. But again, on the other side of the spectrum, the bull market uh, is when the market is rising and everything everybody's happy, right? <laughs> You're yeah. putting the money in and you just see it grow and grow. Uh, and by the way, we're coming out of one of the longest running bull markets in history. Yeah. You know, remember 2008, you know, um, when the market was down 35% to 40% around there. And, you know, from 2009, actually, I remember, uh, Tony, because I was watching, (laughs) I was actually watching CNBC uh, on the day that it happened. And there was a gentleman, his name was Mark, I think it was Mark, Haynes, because they now call it the the Haynes Low, uh, because he called the bottom and it was on March 9th. I was watching Squawk Box at the time when he was hosting it. And unfortunately, he's now passed, but... Um, anyway, I remember him on TV saying, I think this is the, the bottom and it was March 9th of 2009 and gosh dang it, he was right. And, uh, so that was kind of cool and the little tribute that they pay to him every year on that day. So, but, um, again, going back, um, you know, on, on, you know, from 2009 all the way till 2019, I mean, you know, yeah, we had a couple of years in there that weren't great. Um, 2018 maybe even was down for some people. Um, but, but that's a long time to see the stock market appreciate that long, you know? Right. That is a long time. So with all this market volatility and now that we're in a bear market, what do we do? Well, the one thing you don't want to do is make decisions based on emotions. Okay. That's the first thing you don't want to freak out when the market is going uh, down and make a bunch of changes and go to more conservative and all that. Same thing on the upside. You don't want to, you know, go crazy and put everything in the stocks, right? So that's, you know, don't make decisions based off of emotions. It's the worst thing you could do. OK, 
Okay. And this is the benefit of having a professional advisor. Uh, they can guide you and help you understand that once you've picked an allocation that makes sense for you and, uh, and, and is in line with your risk, um, um, you know, tolerance, then, then stick with it. Okay. Now I'm not saying just buy and hold. I'm not saying you can't be tactical. I'm not saying any of that. I'm saying your global allocation of assets between uh, risk assets and, 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 and not risk assets or less risk assets when it talks, you know, you're referring to bonds. Um, but, but when my point is, is that, you know, if you, once you've got that plan together, stick with it. Okay. <laughs> There's no reason to make any crazy adjustments when things are going haywire, either up right. or down. Right. You know, explain, you mentioned risk tolerance, explain that to mm -hmm. us just a little more. Yeah, no problem. So any like, let's let's be honest. What we do is we 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 project out, right? In other words, if you're 40 years old and you're going to retire at 62 or 65, we're projecting out what what your retirement's going to look like based on some assumptions. Uh, I tend to make my assumptions and and uh, uh, projections to be conservative because if it ends up being more great. Uh, if it's not, then we, we know we've built in some cushion there. Um, but when, when you're talking about risk, okay, um, you're talking about your risk tolerance and a way to measure that, okay? And, and everybody's is different, by the way, okay? And so somebody that's retired, for example, probably has a lower risk tolerance. What that means is they don't want as much risk when you get older because you want to preserve what you have and you've got to live off of it and create an income stream. But someone that is younger, right? They may have a higher risk tolerance because they ha can have the time and they have, um, uh, you know, the, the, the income coming in, uh, to be able to take on a little bit more risk or quite a bit more risk and invest in things that are more risky. Okay. Like stocks and instead of bonds and alternatives and those kinds of things, but it definitely evolves over time, Tony. So you start here and you're not, you say you're, uh, I don't know, you're younger and you're saying, hey, I want to invest 70% of my money in riskier investments. And then as you get older, that should change. So when you retire, it still shouldn't be 70, 30. Does it make sense? So you, this is an evolving thing over time. And the best way to do it right now is to get a, a color of money risk analysis. One of the things that we do here is we try to make it very simple. So we break money into diff three different colors, okay? Green money is money that can't be affected by what's going on in the stock market. People right. love that right now, by the right. way. <laughs> and then you have red money, which is money that's at risk. And just because it's red doesn't mean you have to stop, right? Like a, <laughs> a stop sign. It's just um, money that is at risk and it's not being professionally managed, okay? And then you have yellow money that is basically red money but it's professionally managed. So you add a, a layer of, of not really protection, but if someone, if you have a professional that's making adjustments in your portfolio, then, then, you know, you over time would hope that you might do a little bit better than, than assets that are just in red. Okay. Um, and that, what I mean by better too is, is there's something called risk adjusted returns here. Okay, folks. So you don't want to compare oranges and apples, right? So you want to say, hey, I'm invested 60% in stocks 
and 40% in, in safer assets, and you're comparing your return to the S&P 500, which is all stocks. Well, right. That's, that, right. That's not the way to look at this, okay? No. So you want to look at your risk-adjusted return. But getting back to this color of money thing, so it's the way we do it is 11 questions. It's very simple. There's no reason to make it complicated and, and try to confuse people. We try to do things here at Innovative Financial Solutions to make it simple to understand because it can be complicated and people are intimidated. So these 11 questions are very simple. And, and so we take this on a regular basis with our clients, by the way. So it's not just a one-time deal. We continually ask people on a yearly basis about how they feel about money. And so we use, we call it the Comra, the color of money risk analysis. And you can actually do that by going to mycolorofmoney.com. So mycolorofmoney.com. And you can pull up our, uh, it's actually our customized website to, to help people figure out where you're at. And, 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 and how you should be allocated. Uh, so, and it gives you a score at the end of it. Wow. So uh, why is that score important though? Well, because it's kind of like your credit, right? You, you look up your credit bureau and you, you know, you see all these things on here. Well, I'm on time, I'm on time, I'm on time. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, maybe I missed a payment here or there because I forgot to put it on automatic or what have you. And that's great. But really, what do people check their credit for? They want to see where their score is, right? I mean, if you have, for example, Credit Karma or something like that, and you check on a regular basis, all you're doing is checking that score, right? You log in. Oh, there's my score. Then you log out. Now, you could look at a bunch of different information, but but you don't. You just look at that score. And so it's the same kind of deal here with this color money risk analysis. It gives you a score. And then that score is going to tell you, how you should probably be allocated. So you compare that to way that you're actually allocated. And Tony, a lot of times those things are not in line. They do not jibe as they used to say. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So uh, anyway. (laughs) Well, and you want to make sure you understand where you're at and what your own personal risk tolerance is. And I know that's something you help them do. And then you can go from there in looking at where your assets are actually allocated. And I think it's an important thing to address, especially now when a lot of people are feeling anxious about the coronavirus and its impact on the economy. Uh, so now let's let's keep moving on here. And we're talking about risk tolerance as the measure of someone's comfort level uh, mm-hmm. with the risk involved and different strategies for retirement income. And one thing you mentioned is uh, it can change over time. Risk tolerance can change over time. Explain that to us a little further. Absolutely. So I kind of hit on it a little bit earlier when I was talking about, hey, if you're younger, more than likely you're able to, you're, you have the ability to take on a little bit more risk. Now that's not, that's, that's a very general rule, right? Again, this is very customized folks. So don't think that, you know, this is very customized to each individual, but let's say you're 20 years away from retirement. Okay. Your strategy for retirement income, because that's what this is all about. You save money and you have a balance. Yes. And you check that balance however often. Yes. But really how much income can that provide? That's what it's, that's what you save this money for. And your retirement income may involve assets with potential for growth. Okay. Even if they have some risk of downside, because you have time to potentially bounce back uh, from that loss before you retire. So, for example, right now, you know, y- if you're allocated, 
70, 80, 90% in stocks, your balance has gone down dramatically. Okay. I mean, let's just call a spade a spade. But the important thing is, is, and I talked to a lot of people about this too, is rebalancing. Because what has happened, Tony, is that now because your stock balance has gone down significantly more than, say, your bond balance in your retirement account, your allocation is out of whack. Okay. Uh, so you have more bonds percentage wise now because the market, your stocks have gone down so much. All right. So I'm not saying go out and do it right now, but if you don't have a regular, uh, systematic or automatic way to rebalance your assets, do it. Okay. That's something that is very easy and, and something you could do, uh, through your 401k provider, uh, through your, just your IRA to make sure that you are rebalancing. So another reason to have a professional, because you're probably not thinking about these kinds of things on your own. No. This is the reason to have a plan. This is the reason to work with a financial services professional. Okay? Yeah. Rebalancing is a huge, huge deal, Tony. Well, I know it is. And uh, folks need to be working with somebody like yourself. And yes. I think it's key right now for our listeners uh, they don't have to become a client. You'll talk to them and help them Correct. get started on a retirement plan. There's no cost for that consultation. And you're doing those consultations right now uh, online and over the phone, whatever mm -hmm. people are comfortable with, just not in person, obviously, right now. Mm -hmm. So right. I think that's critical. And it's so important for people to make sure they have a plan in place. And if they do feel they have a plan, get a second opinion. You know, you can't get a second opinion from the person that gave you the first. So <laughs> uh, I think that's important, Brock. Now we're almost mm -hmm. out of time for today's show. Why don't you let our listeners know one more time how they can get a hold of you? 573-332-7855 is the phone number, but you can also email me. It's the retirement playbook at gmail.com, the retirement playbook at gmail.com. Look, I know there's a lot of things going on in your life and your retirement is maybe way down on the priority list to talk about or to think about, but don't let it just go away, okay? Do something about it. This is an incredible, incredible buying opportunity as well. Tony, we didn't have time to really hit on this this week, but but it is an incredible time uh, to, to, to think about buying in right now. So if you have some money on the sidelines, for example, in the, you know, if not now, in the next week, whatever it is, when the market's down 25 to 30%, we are going to rebound from this. Life oh, yeah. will go back to normal. Yep. We are going to rebound from this. The market has always done it, no matter how bad the situation has been. Americans are resilient, and we will continue to be for time and time again. All right, but that's all the time we have today for the Retirement Playbook with our host, Brock Allspa. Thank you for listening to the Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock and Daniel Elspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855 or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Innovative Financial Planners, a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri. Insurance products and services are offered through Innovative Insurance Consultants. Innovative Financial Solutions and Innovative Insurance Consultants are affiliated companies. Brock Alspa, Danielle Alspa, and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. 
Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.